Welcome to Benevolence, where kindness matters and all are welcome to the table. I'm your host, Ceci Diaz. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome. Benevolence Podcast is a ministry where we uplift and encourage through testimonials and conversations that are important in our Christian walk. I pray that as you tune in every week, you are blessed, empowered, and encouraged to be the best version of yourself. You are tuning into Episode 3, Girl Talk, Part 3. On this episode of Benevolence, I have the honor of having my best friend and partner in crime for over 10 years join me at the table to have our third Girl Talk. If you know Nisha, you can agree with me that she is an amazing and loyal friend. And not only is she beautiful on the outside, but she is so anointed and has a divine calling over her life. And I'm so blessed to have her in my life. And I'm so honored once again to have her join me on an episode of Benevolence. So without further ado, I have Janisha Elaraza joining me at the table today. Hi, Nisha. Hi, Sassy. <laughs> Welcome to Benevolence. Thank you for having me. It's the third time. I know. How crazy is that? It's crazy. What What was our first episode? Oh my gosh. I don't know if I remember. <laughs> really? I don't remember our first episode either. What, what did we it? talk about? Hmm. I have no idea. I have no clue. I'm trying to think. I really don't know. <laughs> but the second time you came was with Pam and Tiff. You remember? We were talking about Was it singleness? Oh, singleness. singleness. Yeah. So tell us a little bit of a recap. <laughs> <laughs> Give us a little recap. Well, I'm still single. <laughs> oh, I'm going to put this. This is funny. Um, yeah. You're still single? Yeah. Guys, come on. Girls, <laughs> listeners, if you know anybody out there that's Stop. 30... She's lying. Don't don't listen. Thirty to thirty three. <laughs> DM us at Benevolence Podcast on Instagram. We gotta hook this girl up on a blind date or something. No, I'm not. So let me know, guys, at Benevolence Podcast. So what were you gonna talk about? So I wanted to <laughs> stop changing the subject. I wanted to bring you on again just to have a girl talk, just to talk because this year it's already October, and this it's been year. Insane has been insane insane so i wanted to talk about our year our experiences um the good the bad and the ugly also like what god has recently done for us Mm -hmm. um earlier this month if i'm not mistaken right it was october right first Mm -hmm. week of october right i think so yeah okay um and also to talk about friendships and answer some questions that i have here from a wonderful ministry out in San Antonio, Texas called Girl Defined. So I want to just cover all of those things and just have a normal girl talk with you. Love it. So let's begin with our year. Mm -hmm. Our year started fine. Mm -hmm. And then Kobe, Kobe died. Rest Mm -hmm. in peace, Kobe. And then literally February, right? You have to cough. Who's Kobe? You don't know who Kobe Bryant is? Oh, Kobe! Yeah! <laughs> Kobe Bryant! Of Kobe died! I, I know! Kobe. I thought you were talking about, like, I don't know, it was just so random. I'm talking about the year. Kobe Bryant, I Kobe favorite, died. one of my favorite players ever. I January. Know, of course I know who he is. Oh my god. Rest bro. in peace, Kobe. Rest, Rest in, in peace. peace. I cannot believe, like, you're looking at me like, who the heck is Kobe? Oh, this episode is going to be amazing. Amazing. Mind you, listeners. Okay. Mind you, listeners, we haven't talked in a long time. <laughs> Every time we talk, there's a third or fourth person there. So, yes. this is our first time actually having a conversation. So, yeah, going back to 2020. Yes. Kobe passed away. Yeah, oh my gosh. And then honestly, for real. Stop faking I'm it. I'm not faking okay, it. Okay, I'm okay, serious. Okay, okay. I literally cried. No, I I didn't cry. No, I, I was cried. just I literally cried. I was just sad. And then his daughter being in the plane. And his too, daughter, yeah. I think just... that hurt me. Like that hurt me the most. Because you oh know she gosh. hadn't lived her life. Yeah. So she was still very young. And she was talented. And she was talented. She was on her way to they were on 
on their way to a basketball game or yeah, something like that. Or something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Terrible. And then February hits. Yeah. And we get our first coronavirus um, outbreak. positive yeah. outbreak mm-hmm. in Washington State. Yeah. And then March comes mm-hmm. and it finally reaches, yeah. right? It spreads nationwide. Yeah, it was here because I remember like they were closing th- places down yeah. around that time. Already. March 13th was my last day of school. Yeah. For spring break. We yeah. never went back. Mm-hmm. That was kind of crazy. That's insane. Tell us like how you felt like with that because I know you didn't. You, your seniors, like they were, your was it like the grade you were teaching? You were never gonna see them again until like that's it. Well, I wasn't teaching seniors earlier this year. I was teaching tenth grade. Yeah, yeah, but I it know. still applies yeah, yeah, because yeah. I haven't I haven't seen all of them exactly. since then, mm-hmm. like to this to this day. Because probably some are still taking online. They're still taking online. So mm-hmm. to make a long story short, um. It was March 13th. I remember saying bye to everybody. Mm-hmm. Have a great spring break. All the while, this pandemic was ex- like spreading all over the nation. Mm-hmm. And we never went back. Yeah. And it was a mix of emotions. Because I, I honestly, I wanted my family to be protected. So I didn't want to go back to school. Yeah. I'm so sure it was kind of like bittersweet in a mm-hmm. way. Because I really didn't want to go back. Mm-hmm. But then again, I was like, dang. Everything that we like, this whole year. You got to know them more. Yes, that like we were thriving. We were just about to take our first um, mm-hmm. assessment, like our yeah. first FSA, and they never got to take it. Yeah. Now they have to take it now. So it was just like a shock. It was just literally a shock. But I will tell you that I had my highs and I had my lows throughout those months up until like June, because I think July we started. I started going out. But I was I was in quarantine. I was like literally in the house for like two or three months. Yeah, it was crazy, and it took a toll because I haven't been inside of my house for like I'm an andariega. If you I know, know what yeah. that means, like I love to go out. Mm-hmm. I love to go to stores. I but love... you're also kind of a homebody too. I am because I don't. Yeah, I feel like I'm a mixture of that too because I love being home, but I also like to go out. Yeah. So it affected my going out. Yeah. Um, but it but then again, everybody was home, so I was kind of at peace with that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was it was sad because Victoria couldn't graduate from yeah. VPK like the normal way, um, from preschool. Yeah. And I didn't get to see my students, but how was it having like a kid during this period? Like, cause I know COVID, we didn't know really too much information. So like you, I'm sure you were very protective on, like Victoria. So like, how was that like going? How was it having a kid going through this pandemic? It's nerve wracking. Um, like we couldn't like we didn't go anywhere because mm-hmm. I didn't want her to get it. Mm-hmm. You know, because um, I think there were some cases of like some kids like passing away yeah. and stuff. Like I, I didn't. I didn't want her to get it, and I didn't want any of us to get it either. Of course, but it was just. I don't think she really noticed. Keep in mind, she was only, she's five. Mm-hmm. So I don't think she noticed. She just noticed that like we were, we were home a lot more. And I don't think she noticed. I think she noticed like our attitudes were a little bit more stressed. Yeah. Like we were more stressed out. And then, and then after that, um, we sat down and we said, look, there's a sickness going around. Yeah. There's a sickness and, you know, people are dying from it. I think for me, um, yeah. Tell me, tell me your experience. I was low key a little bit, um, a little bit freaked out about the whole situation because I didn't. I guess we didn't really have too much information, and it was just like all of a sudden this was happening. Um, I was a little bit freaked out because you know my dad. You know he did have a heart attack, and um, so he did have some heart issues, and I just wanted to make sure I was like safe and I was taking precautions because I didn't want to bring that into the household. Um, so I really was home like every single day, like every day. Um, so I think it was just a shocker for a lot of us Mm -hmm. because then we started seeing the numbers of people that were dying. Um, so it was heartbreaking to see how many people like lost their lives because of this. Like it's crazy how a sickness can like 
do this. Like, yeah. it's so crazy. I don't think, I never thought I would experience this in my whole life. And the fact that we're living through this is honestly insane. I thought God would come by that. And like, oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, man. And we're, till this day, we're still going through it. And there's some cases, like, still happening. And it's getting closer. Mm-hmm. Like, we know, you know, some of our friends and, and acquaintances that, unfortunately, to this day, in October, they're getting infected. Yeah. So it's just very unfortunate. So mm-hmm. it's still out there. And, like, no, I, this is not a political you know, episode, but it's just crazy how people deny it. People deny. People mm-hmm. think it's a hoax, you know, and it's not yeah. real. And then it comes so close to you. Yeah. You know, how can you still deny something that's that's like literally coming close to your household? You know, and I just don't get that. I think the people that are um, acting like that just haven't experienced it close. You know what I mean? Like a family member hasn't like experienced it. So they just like, oh, this is like gone, like COVID's done. No, it's like mm-hmm. still happening. Yep. Um, so I agree. It's and crazy. now that we've kind of covered COVID, like the elections are in two weeks. I, I don't want to talk about, about politics, but what, like, how do you feel about all of this chaos that's happened? Like mm-hmm. Black Lives Matter, like the racial, like injustice, and like inequality against you know our black community and our white community and our even our minority groups like how has that affected your view of life Uh, like i said before i honestly i feel like this year like alone so many things have happened like so many things have Mm -hmm. happened like i think we've ever experienced life more than ever this Mm -hmm. year than ever you know what i mean um, I think prayer has been my foundation through this because God is the only source through this like pandemic, through the whole Black Lives Matter, everything that's been happening. God is literally the only person that can heal this world. And I think um, I'm just praying for everyone, you know, that we can get through this. You know, God sees no color. Like, God, God loves us all. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, um, I just pray that we can get through this and that 2021 can just come through. But honestly, my heart hurts for the people, for the black lives um, that have lost their lives. It hurts for uh, for them and I just rest in peace. Um, but like I said, I think the only thing that can get th- us through this is God. Yeah. But how, how ha- have you felt through this? Um, I don't know. It's affected me. It's affected me in a way where I definitely see the divide now. Yes, I agree. Before, I didn't... I knew there was a divide. Yeah, you obviously... There was racism, obviously. I knew there was a divide. Mm -hmm. But it became so, like, prominent this year. Like, it became so easily, like, to just... Like, you could see it. Like, now you can see it visually. Because we would hear about it. Yeah. But now we can see it. And that and you was, can't deny that black lives have been like yeah. persecuted. You oh, can't persecuted. deny that. Absolutely. You can't deny that. I Even cannot. though God sees no color, this is happening right now. This is happening. This is happening. You have to admit it. And I and like I literally seen it with my own eyes. Yeah. You I have deny seen it. That. And like I don't have like my husband's not black, but my husband is of dark color. Yeah. And earlier in our marriage, um, we experienced a very, very difficult racial situation yeah. um we went to a diner um up in north southeast west west florida and yo when anthony walked into that diner mm-hmm. all eyes were on him wow i think you told me this yeah and it was like we weren't the waiter didn't come yeah i had to get up and ask for them to come they literally see the color and nothing else and i'm like yo he's not even like yeah. come on my dude like you don't even know him mm-hmm you know, and we felt so bad. And, mm-hmm. like, Anthony felt targeted. I felt terrible, you know. And I was there with my parents, too. My parents had never really experienced that before either. And for them to experience that with all of us, with Anthony as well, it was just devastating, mm-hmm. you know. So I get it. And I just remember, like, even growing up in high school, like, I always hung out, you know, with, I always had black friends. Mm-hmm. Always. Always. 
Like, I don't know what it was. I never had, like, Latin friends. Mm -hmm. I just, I guess I just didn't get along with my own, you know, my own ethnic background. <laughs> um, but I was always, I always had a, a black best friend. Mm -hmm. Middle school, high school, and college. Um, and it was, like, you know, the school friend yeah. that you always, like, were with. And, I feel you. And... Oh my goodness, like, I, I can recall many times where they've gone, like, I would wonder, like, why are they so angry, you know, why, why are they so, like, they feel so much, like, not bitterness, but they feel so, just, I don't know, rage, they anger, have rage, yeah. they have frustrations, and it's, it's honestly, I'll never it's, understand it's been, it. it's, I, unfortunately, not unfortunately, but Fortunately, I do. I've never experienced it myself, mm -hmm. but now I get it. As a thirty-three-year-old ad adult, now I get why my school friends had that passion. You know, were frustrated with um, not being treated equal. Because mm -hmm. even back in the two thousands, two thousand. I mean, my high school. Like, I graduated high school in two thousand five. It was still. It was still. Div like the divide was still very prominent. It was. It was vivid. Mm -hmm. You could see in the school that all the black people were on one side of the school and all the Hispanics were on the other side. Yeah. And it was it was just a frustration that I didn't understand until now. Yeah. And I can agree that this has been going on and it's never ended, mm -hmm. you know? So it's, I don't know. I just hope that whoever, I can't, I can't really say that right now, but whatever important. whatever's next yeah whatever's next in our government i hope that we can reconstruct yeah and be better be yeah. better for ourselves be better for our future generations and be better for our country yeah and it's important to speak up you yes know what i mean like we need to more than ever yes what your voice like our matters. voices matter and they need mm -hmm. to be heard you know regardless exactly so november 3rd is coming very soon yes and like i said before we're not going to talk politics but yeah. i just want to um i hope because this episode's coming out after the person like this the individual wins yeah <laughs> the so president wins. the president whoever. wins whoever it is um but i just hope that you know you made your voice heard through voting because mm -hmm. you need to go out to vote Whoever, if you're from the left or the right, mm -hmm. if you're from blue or the red, please make sure that you go out there and vote. Because yes. even though you're not making your 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 initial voice heard, like your physical voice heard, um, your audible voice, by voting, you're making your voice heard. Yeah. You know what I mean? So please make that. I hope you guys Not everybody that has that right. Not so everybody has that right. the fact that, that you right. do, it's important that you vote. Yeah, absolutely. So moving on from <laughs> politics and all of that, um, question about 2020, what have you learned? What has 2020 taught you? Gosh, it taught me so much. Um, 2020 has taught me how to be um, patient. It's taught me how to be more patient, actually. Um, it's taught me to, be, to speak up more than ever because of everything that's been going on to be taught it's taught me to be precautious in everything that I do this year has been honestly super insane but God literally has still been working through this chaos and I think I've seen God's hand more than ever through this chaos and I just have learned to really lean on God through this season um but yeah, that's what I've learned. What about you? <laughs> oh, I've learned a lot of things. I've learned patience. I've learned to not put your trust in man. Because mm -hmm. man is going to fail you. That's good. Man will fail you every time. Mm -hmm. But God will not fail you. Um, we've gone through a lot of changes in 2020. A lot. And it wasn't just a pandemic. It wasn't just, you know our emotional lives but also like our i would say our ministerial lives were kind of shaken too like you yeah, know yeah you know because the whole church thing was yeah like shut it was down. just 
shut down? Point. How do we still reach out to people exactly. um, virtually? You know, how you know, 2020 has shaken us to the core. To the core. To the core. But yeah, you know what's so crazy how all this has happened and like there was no church. But have you seen like the like church online has been so available to so many people? Yes. So it's kind of crazy how like Although um, in the beginning we had we weren't able to physically be at church, I remember we I would go to go in Facebook and I saw so many churches live. Oh yeah. I would go on Instagram. I saw so many churches live, and that was just so amazing to see that even through this chaos, mm-hmm. people are still um doing live services. Exactly. All that stuff. So I think that was an amazing benefit. Um, because of this, I feel like. Like, God's name was still being heard. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, absolutely. Um, the yeah. church doors were closed, but the church was still moving. Exactly. Wow. Like, it exactly. was still moving. It was still going. Mm-hmm. So, leading into our next, like, little topic here, um, I wanted to talk about what God has done for us. Because although this year has been chaotic, yeah, um, in every single shape and form, like, Dude, I think we said chaotic or chaos so many times. Yeah, because it, that's the co- that's the word of twenty twenty so chaos. <laughs> Insane, Insane. Is another one. <laughs> yes, but God has been so good to us, mm-hmm. and throughout this pandemic, we were given an opportunity to have um, uh, a prophet who has come many times to yeah. our church. Um, we had like a retreat. We had a, a youth retreat, a leadership retreat. Mm-hmm. And um, he was invited. And, you know, if you don't know much about what that means, is like we're part of the Assemblies of God. Um, so there's different denominations. And we're our church is part of the Assemblies of God denomination. Mm-hmm. And basically, you know, Christians. it's Christians, of course. But <laughs> under the umbrella of Christianity, there's so many different things. But yeah. um, we believe in the the gifts Mm-hmm. the gifts of the spirit and we believe in the gift of prophecy mm-hmm. that God uses specific people um and yeah. gives them that gift to relay uh messages from the Lord mm-hmm. and confirmations to his people yeah um through many different crazy ways so i wanted to kind of share i don't want to share word for word because obviously it's private like what God told me yeah. was private what God told you was private yeah. but I would like for you to explain how throughout the chaos, God God reminded you again. Yeah. Um, wow. It's kind of crazy, like, the way God works. You know what's kind of crazy is that we know exactly what we need to do or we know that God has put us in um, different situations for a reason. But for some reason, we still need that reminder. Yes. And, um, we, we, if we receive that reminder, amen, if we don't, we know that God still has Mm -hmm. our back. But when we get that reminder, reminder. man, that really like just lifts our spirits. So I just remember, you know, it's been a crazy year and I just remember praying and asking God for certain things, certain, um, just confirmations. And that night or morning, because it was mm-hmm. on the morning, that morning specifically, word for word that I prayed to God to confirm was spoken that day. And man, I'm just, I'm excited. And I really needed that more than ever. So I'm just so thankful that God saw that day fit to, to speak over my life and to mm-hmm. speak over your life. Um, but it's so crazy. We'll get into that. And, and later, but explain you um, how, you know, you felt when God reminded you. you know, so, yeah. So, I'm, I'm, I'll tell you about what was told to me. <laughs> of course, because it has to do because with... Because it has to do with what we're doing, what, what I'm doing, you know, our, our conversation and everything. Yeah. So, okay, so, um, what, 2017, I launched Benevolence Podcast. It's been up for two years, and we've gone... We're already in season six. And, you know, there's many reasons why I do long breaks in between is because, keep in mind, I am a mother. I'm a wife. Um, I serve in church. So um, the the time frame in between yeah. really gives me some time to, to really focus and pray and prepare for the next season. Because mm-hmm. I don't want to just put out stuff that's, that has no meaning. You know what exactly. I mean? Like some people 
like like I, I listen to other podcasts like secular podcasts and stuff and sometimes they're just talking talking mm-hmm. and rambling but that's not my that's not my purpose yeah i want to have substance i want to have um a goal you know a theme so that's why i take my long breaks in between so um nothing <laughs> we uh, i don't even know what to say the first time the first time that i was um spoken to was maybe last year mm-hmm. and i was called out by name mm-hmm. i was called out by name my name is Cecilia, Cecilia Diaz, and the the same prophet was at the church, and he literally called me by name. Yeah. He says, Cecilia. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh. And then for me, they, he said, Janisha. Janisha. Which and is kind of crazy. But you weren't there. I wasn't and there. We That's recorded another story, it. but we'll talk about that another time. You weren't there, but we recorded. As soon yes. as we heard your name. That's kind of crazy, too. We pressed record on our phones because, like, you have to. You have yes. to have that. So basically, I was called. And I was called to the front, went to the front. Mind you, he called Anthony too. He mm-hmm. said, um, Antonio. Um, Antonio is Anthony in Spanish. So we go up. And you'll tell me how this man, like, this man doesn't know me. That was kind of like his second time there. Like, he doesn't know anybody. He goes, he looks at me in the eyes. And I'm, like, already bawling in you tears. You're saying it in Spanish. Are you going to say he, it in English? Yeah, I'm going to say it in English yeah. because I'm not Brazilian. Yeah. He's like, um, I see that you have listeners. Just like that. Mm-hmm. Like, boom. You have listeners. And in Spanish, it's called oyentes. Oyentes, right? He goes, tú tienes oyentes. Meaning you have listeners. People listen to you. And they listen to what you have to say. Mm-hmm. And I'm already bawling. Because, like, you know, I have my, my doubts. Yeah. You know, when you're, when, you're, when you're doing what you're supposed to do for the Lord, it's not going to come easy. Yeah. It's going to come with its setbacks. It's going to come with its struggles and disappointments. You got to struggle. Because yeah. you're, you're setting other people free. You know, and you're helping other people in their walk with Christ. Mm-hmm. So when you're in your calling, it's going to hurt. And I mentioned that last last season. When you are in your calling, it's going to hurt you. It's going to hurt you. Yeah. So I've been struggling a lot. <laughs> struggling a lot with, with my purpose, making sure that um, I'm doing what I'm supposed to. Yeah. And he calls me by name. He says, oh, you have listeners. And, um, and, you know, these listeners are listening to what you have to say. And um, something along the lines of, like, um, God is going to continue to use you in that aspect. Like, keep doing what you're doing because, you know, God is mm-hmm. God is happy. God is, yeah. you know, God is content with your work um, and all of that, right? So, mind you, the listeners, that was enough for me to know that it was benevolence because podcasts, listeners, right? Mm-hmm. This time, wow. it was the end. He was leaving. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, same. The same guy. He was leaving, leaving the place. He looks at Anthony. He looks at me. Anthony's my husband, by the way. And he's like, oh, you're a good-looking couple. I'm like, oh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> you know, because I think we were dressed alike. We were wearing black and whatever. He's like, you guys are together? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, you know, and she, he goes, oh, this is my wife. I'm like, okay. Yo, this guy, he looks at me in the eye. And I'm waiting, and I'm waiting for him to say the name, because I don't want to hear, like, like I want to hear specific. So this is what he said to me. He says, looks at me dead in the eye, and I wasn't crying. I was like, let me not cry, because I want to see this. Like, I want to see. If, like, I kind of challenged God, and I said, like, not if you're real, because I know he's real, but, like, if you're really listening to me right now, say it that's all i said so he goes you have the spirit of lifting people up he goes i see women and you like to lift them up then he goes you have the spirit of benevolence Mm. when he said that obviously i bawled cried my eyes out because that's what i wanted i wanted i wanted to hear the name i wanted to hear the name benevolence yeah. And he said it, bro. He said it. And I'm not going to tell you whatever else he said. Yeah. But let's just say... Why was that important for him to say it? It was important for him to say because there are times where I feel like my prayers aren't reaching the heavens. Mm-hmm. And maybe they're not reaching the heavens, but I feel like he's not here sometimes. And I know he's here. I know he's here. Yeah. I know he's home. I know, I know he listens to me. And 
in addition to all of that, that word that he gave me, he also gave me the numbers of my house yeah. and my street. Mm -hmm. So he actually, um, I'm not going to say specifics. I don't want, I don't want you to know where I live, mm -hmm. but, um, he specifically looked at Anthony and said, um, like the numbers, Oh, mm -hmm. you live here, here and here. Mm -hmm. And, and I see this, do you live in the street? And it was confirmed. Wow. So to me, that was God saying, like, I know where you live. I I'm here. You. I see you. Mm -hmm. And that was everything. That's exactly how I felt. Exactly. That was everything that I needed. Mm -hmm. I needed to know that in my nights of doubt and anguish and insecurities and frustrations, yeah. where there's moments where I don't hear from the Lord, I needed to hear that he, 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 hears, he hears me. Yeah. He hears us. That's good. And the times we're sitting there at night and our minds are going buck wild crazy. He hears us. Mm -hmm. Those those drives and those prayers in the car that I do every morning are not in vain. He hears me. Wow. You know? So it's like I needed that. I needed that. And that was everything that I needed for this season. So yeah. like I'm literally walking in boldness for season six. Like I know that I'm in the right place, no matter what, no matter what comes my way, no matter what else happens, no matter what other people try to do, I'm in the right place. Exactly. I am walking in the purpose that God has. And I just need to wait and trust in his perfect timing because mm -hmm. although I feel like I'm not getting the recognition and the acknowledgement mm -hmm. that I deserve, you're getting just, the best acknowledgement from God. Exactly. And that's mm -hmm. all I need. Yep. So I wanted to share that. That's, what do you think? That's amazing. That's, I love those reminders that God just gives us. And honestly, I don't, I don't really need it personally, but I, but um, when we get those reminders, man, it really does something to our soul. Mm -hmm. So. God, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And you know, if you've never gotten those reminders, don't feel bad. Yeah. Because God speaks in different ways. Exactly. He speaks through a song on the radio, uh, a verse that you come, you know, you come across, a person mm -hmm. telling you what you need to hear at that yeah. moment. So, you know, don't fret because you're going to hear it. You're going to hear the voice of God. Yeah. And like sometimes God just lets us go through those little hurdles, little things. Um, but just so that we can lean on him and that way he can just remind us that he's there, you know? Amen. So man, God is so God good. is good. So just continue praying those prayers. Yeah. Continue crying out to God. Continue doing what you're doing because God sees you. And you may not hear from him now, you know, but you'll hear you'll hear you will hear from him. That's like a yeah. tongue twister. You will hear from him. He he's gonna answer you. He's gonna yeah. answer your prayers. So um Yes. So yeah, that was our experience. Although 2020 was chaotic, because that's our word of the of the episode, <laughs> um, God pulled through. God still is God, and He's still sitting on that throne. Yes, regardless of what happens, regardless of who's president now, um, or who's going to be president in January, regardless of the circumstances, God is still sitting on that throne. Amen. He rules. He rules it all. Hallelujah. So, just be encouraged. Now. Moving on, um, <laughs> you and I have been friends for a long time, since 2007. What's, what's the math of 2007? Wow. 10, 17, 13 years. 13. 13 years. Yeah, because it's 10, like 2007, yeah. then 2017, yeah. and then plus 3. 13 years. 13 years. Crazy. Crazy, the good, the bad. The, the ugly. ugly. <laughs> <laughs> We've gone through a lot. What have you learned this year about friendships? Um, I think I've learned. Hmm, that's you caught me off guard. Let me think about that. <laughs> what have I learned? Um, you know, I've learned. I've learned. You know, friends come and go, but the true ones—they—they they really are ride or dies, and I. I can say that I have three amazing rider diaries. <laughs> That's a word. Um, but man, yeah, just it's okay to have a close knit friendships. 
Um, you don't have to have so many, you know. Um, but man, I, I've learned to just, man, I don't know. What have you learned? I haven't learned a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I think so I, we, first of all, go ahead. Through a pandemic, we literally stood in contact. Yes. Um, so I guess I've learned how like the real ones, they really like reach out. Um, and like, you need to keep those, those friends close. Yes, you know what I mean? absolutely. Cause even through the pandemic, we still, we still, we um, still tried, we still tried. And that's, that's important in friendships. You know, you, you need to, you know, always try and just keep that conversation, um, with your, you know, friends just to show how much you care. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Cause, cause through this chaos you need you know you need people close to you that are encouraging you and because i mean it was a crazy crazy year Mm -hmm. it's been a crazy year it's not even done yet it's not it's not done so (laughs) you you said nothing (laughs) no 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 i've learned i've learned that i've learned but see i'm trying to think too it's it's hard because i feel like we're still kind of like we're still learning. Yeah. All I know is that when you when you are a true friend, you expose the good, the bad, and the ugly. <laughs> yeah. And you don't keep anything. Yeah. If you want a true friend, you got to be you. Yeah, you don't want to hide your true self. You can't hide your true self. You can't You can't be this person, you know, like a fake. Like you yeah. can't you can't I know I'm, I'm trying to come up with a better word, but it's, I I can't. Mm-hmm. You can't be mysterious, you can't be you got to be straightforward. Yeah. You really got to be a true friend. And I feel like with true friend comes it comes loyalty. Mm-hmm. It comes with um unfiltered like like yeah. unfiltered like the times that you guys have come over my house and we're here like crying crying bawling yeah. and that's friendship i yeah. feel like somebody that's accountable for you someone who you can turn to you know because even married like you can't go to anthony all the time i can't yeah. i can't he doesn't understand we're not the same people yeah you know so going to my girlfriends really helps so, in addition to all of these friendships um, and what we've learned this year, especially, I wanted to ask you some questions. Okay. Um, and basically, this was um, taken from a ministry down in San Antonio, Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, we have uh, a ministry called Girl Defines, and it's amazing. <laughs> amazing. And... It's a ministry by Kristen Clark and Bethany Bale. And I came across their account and I fell in love with their ministry because... I know you were telling me. It's just, they're just, they're, they're just amazing. And I don't even know them, but they're <laughs> so, so amazing. So I came across their feed and I saw that they talked about friendships a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And they had some questions based off of how to deepen your relationship. Oh, wow. So I wanted to ask you these questions. Okay. Oh, my god. And then, you know, I would answer too, you know? Yeah. And so we'd go back and forth. So there's 10 questions, and you can actually go visit their their account on Instagram. It's called at Girl Defined, and they're just an amazing ministry, and they're, I would say, follow them, get into their mentorship program, do whatever it is that you have to do, to get plugged in with this ministry. It's amazing. Um, so, like I said, they posted something uh, back in, I'm not sure, September. Mm-hmm. And it says 10 questions to deepen your friendships. Okay. So since we're talking about friendships and we're talking about loyalty and we're talking about being true and unfiltered and being there and being an accountability partner, I'm going to ask you some questions. All right. So the first question is, if you could change one thing about your life, what would it be and why? Ooh. These are deep. change something. Hmm. I don't think I'll change anything, but if I had to change something, I think I was super shy when I was younger, and I didn't do a lot of things um, that I wanted to do in school. Um, 
Um, for example, in high school, I was involved in um, yeah, I was involved in choir and all that stuff. But I really wanted to do um, like musicals and more stuff like that. But I was honestly too shy to to do something on my own. Um, so I think not even just that. I think I would just. I wish I was as confident as I am now. Back okay. then, I think I would change that. But I did learn a great deal being, you know, shy. You know, I learned a lot, you know, even through that the season that I was extremely shy. So although I did go through that, um, and I would maybe if I had to, I'll change that. But yeah, that's about it. I don't think I would really change anything else. Ditto. I feel the same way. I feel yeah. like... I feel like I I wasn't shy, but I should have been more involved in school mm-hmm. in like extracurricular activities and all yeah. of that. And in addition, there were probably a couple other decisions I could have made, you know, better decisions I could have made back yes. in my day. Do you want to elaborate? No, it's okay. okay. You're going to have to listen to episode one. So hopefully y'all heard episode one. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. So okay. there was definitely some decisions that I could have avoided. Um, but God knows all things and you know, yeah, I'm still here today. So great. Number two, what makes you feel the most loved and cherished? What makes me feel the most loved and cherished? Mm-hmm. I think I'm a, I'm a words of affirmation type person. So I, um, when someone tells me, Hey, you're doing good. Hey, um, I love you. Hey, this, Hey, that, you know what I mean? Like, I think words of affirmation is kind of like how I feel the most loved and cherished. Let me see if I, anything else. Um, yeah, I'm, gifts, nah, it's okay. I mean, I, I, I like gifts. <laughs> but I think words of affirmation overall is like how I feel the most loved and cherished. What about you? Same. Really? Really. Oh my gosh. Now, I'll add a little twist because I, I mm-hmm. am married. Acts of service, for sure. Okay. I need, like, the best thing that Anthony's... Okay, we've been married for nine years. And the day before uh, we went on our anniversary weekend, he was working. Like, he was working. But he cleaned the house. So I came home to a vacuum, mopped. All the clothes were washed and dried. Whoa. That's never happened in the nine years we've been together. Wow. So that was big. Okay. But I do need affirmation. I need to I need you to tell me that you love me. I need you to tell me that I'm your best friend. Mm-hmm. I need you to tell me that we're in this together. That's just that's just how it is. Yeah. So that's the reason why we're best friends. We have a lot in common too. Yeah. So that's great. Moving on to number three. What's one miscon what's one misconception people often have about you? So I think you've heard this in one of the other episodes, which I don't see it at all, but people say that I look like I have, what is it? What did you say? What? I'm mean. I look like I'm mean. Like Like a mean girl? Yeah. If you see me, I look like I'm mean, but I'm honestly, I'm so not mean. Like I am so nice. But I think that's a misconception, misconception that people have. Like they just assume that I'm just mean or I don't know. They're Maybe intimidated. They're intimidated. They're intimidated by, by, you. by just me. That's okay. a misconception. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Um, misconception about me is that people probably think I'm rude. Mm. But I'm not rude. I just I'm an unfilled. <laughs> I'm gonna kick your butt, bro. <laughs> I'm just unfiltered. You're not not rude. You're real. Yeah. And I think you're real at the right times and you're real at the... And I'm rude where I need to be. Yeah. You're real at the bad times I've come a long way though. Niche. You have. Niche. I've come a long way. Like I just stay quiet. Like I'm not in the mood anymore to fight. She she just (laughs) says it in her mind now. I do. I do, I do. But people think I'm I'm a little rude because I'm a little standoffish. Like, I'm not a... I may look like not an approachable person, but I really, really am, and I really want you to approach me. Yeah. I really, really, like, deep inside, I want you to approach me, but 
I give off that vibe. I guess for me, it's not, I don't know if it's, they think I'm mean. I think they're just intimidated. They're Why intimidated. are they intimidated? Because I think you have this, I don't know. You have this <laughs> thing about you that's just very like, Cause I'm, wow. Because if you look at me, you don't think I'm mean, right? You just no. think I'm just, I don't know. Like, it's just like. Oh, wait, she thought I was stuck up. That's what it was. You said stuck up. Yeah, because the way you carry yourself is like very like proper. But then anyways, again, you're like dying inside. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's not what you think. So, anyways, anyways, moving on. Moving on. Number four. Where do you see yourself in five years? Oh Jesus. Oh my gosh. That's oh, I have question. one already. So married. <laughs> Please, Lord, Lord, guys, kids I need. Hopefully. At married least your with first kids. one. Um, with one, you know, one kid at least. If not two, I would like twins. Um, so yeah, married, um, I would say really, um, deep in my calling. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I'm just married for sure. Yes. <laughs> Kids and really like, really fulfilling the calling that God has placed in my life. Amen. What about you? I agree. I agree with everything you said. You're already married. You have a kid. Yes. So just really fulfilling the calling that God has for your life then. Yeah. Definitely, I want to be like, benevolence has to have moved up to another level. Yeah. Of like the dream that I want exactly. benevolence to be in. Coming soon. We will not say any details, but God knows. God knows. God knows all things. God knows all things. So, um, yeah, I definitely want to be at um, a more larger platform with benevolence podcast. So, yeah. Um, next one. What do you find most challenging and most fulfilling about being a Christian? So, think you're a Christian. What's the most challenging and then what's the most fulfilling? I think the most challenging thing is continuously trying to find creative ways or if not ways in general on how to reach souls for Christ. Um... It could be challenging, but it also can be super easy, just the way you approach it. I think my goal in life is to, in everything that I do, to inspire people to, um, to inspire people to want to know who God is, you know, whether it is through my job, through, whether it is through my job, through, um, the gifts that God has given me, I just want to reach people for Christ. And I think the most, you said rewarding? Rewarding. Most rewarding thing in, you know, in my Christian walk with God is seeing people accept Jesus as their savior. That's just so, seeing lives completely transformed through God, knowing their testimony and seeing how the growth, I think that's extremely rewarding. So I guess they both coincide. Yeah, that's good. What about you? What I find most challenging about being a Christian is... Oh, I haven't... Okay, no, I'll go. Is... I'll say it after you. What's most challenging is the set apart. Like, when you have, like, work friends that aren't believers and, like... Yeah. Throughout my life, I've always been set apart. And although as much as I wanted to fit in, I couldn't. I was set apart. That was most challenging for me. And that, as a Christian, is still to this day, like... We try, try to like be in sort of mix, but God just doesn't want you. Yeah. He doesn't want you oh to my be God, part I agree of that. So 100%. And then like the most fulfilling about being a Christian is knowing that what I had mentioned before, no matter what, no matter what, God is still there for you. God is still sitting on the throne. God is God. You know what I mean? And he still holds the earth in his hand. He still holds your future. Hell can be raging right now yeah you know what i mean and like 2020 can be worse worse than what it is right now but god is still god still has a plan and a purpose regardless of the circumstances like well, you know because yeah. who he is is everything because who he is is all we need everything so that's what i feel that's good stuff that's good next who has made the biggest impact in your life hmm who has made the biggest impact in my life? Mm -hmm. Wow. That's a deep question. I think a lot of people have. But if I had to choose, you know, just one, 
I, I would say my parents, because they are one. Mm-hmm. I would say my parents, they've impacted my life in a tremendous way um, since childhood. You know, they're the ones that showed me what it is to be a true Christian. Um, my dad's the one that, you know, taught me how to sing. And uh, my mom's the one that showed me what it is to pray. Um, the importance of a relationship with God. They both have showed me that. Um, so I think if I had to choose anyone in the world, it would be my parents. And I'm so grateful to, to God for them. And, you know, my brother, he's impacted my life in a tremendous way as well. That's awesome. How about you? Parents still, um, always. They'll always be, like... Top of the line. Top of the line. But one particular person in, who's really made an impact is Anthony, my husband. Man, the the way that God, that that man lives for God... Mm-hmm. And the way that he just pushes our family forward through prayer and he does a lot of devotionals with God. Like he is, he's just a great example of like who I want to be. Yeah. And he always like plays around like, you want to be me. You want to be me. And it's true. I want to be him because he has just this peace. Like it's like God given peace. It's crazy. That's beautiful. You know, and he's a very big supporter in dreams, and he's a go-getter. Like, when I want to do something, he's like, okay, let's do it. Like, he's just great. So he's definitely been my biggest impact. Wow. That's for sure. awesome. For sure. Um, if someone were to do one really kind thing to show you that they cared about you, what would they look like? Or what would that look like? So if someone were to do one really kind thing Ooh. to you, um, to show that they cared about you, what would that look like? I think for me, that's think, a hard question. I, honestly, it's a really hard question. But I think for me, it's just being there, you know, being present in the moment. Um, I'm not feeling like I, I'm trying to get their attention or, like, just being present in the moment, being there. You know, I think that just shows that you're you care. Um, so yeah, I would just say that just be because it's so hard. That's such a broad question. Yeah, I honestly it is. don't know how to respond to that. But I, if I had to respond, I'm just like being present, being there. Yep, I agree. I'll I'll take your answer because it's mm-hmm. true. Like I don't want to have to work so hard to, exactly for you to like me or whatever. Like just be kind and just be there. You know. Exactly. Um, what's the hardest thing you've walked through in your life so far? What's the hardest thing you've walked through in your life so far? The hardest thing? Man, there's just a lot of things. The hardest thing, um... Trying to always please people. Um, One of the hardest things that I've gone through. I'm a very, I'm a pleaser. Like I, um, I care about what people think. I'm, you know, I am a lot better now. But I did go through a season where I cared a lot about what people think. Um, I never really, like, fitted in, like, in, in school. Like, I was very shy, like I said. So I did go go through some bullying. Um, that was very hard for me to go through that. Um, so yeah, I went through a lot of things in life, but there is a lot, there's a lot of things. I don't know if like we have the time to like talk about it, but I did care a lot of what people thought of me. I think it's kind of why I was so shy, why I was so reserved, and like the way I approached things, the way I you know spoke. Um, but, but yeah, I've learned through every every season. What about you? For me, um, the hardest thing that I've had to walk through is my insecurities. Yeah, I think it's the same. It's, it coincides because it's so many things. It's just but so it many things. But if we were to just be broad about it, it's just insecurities in every aspect of life. Yeah. I always worry that I'm either saying too much or I'm not doing enough. Yeah, it's like worrying about, like... Just in general. In general. I just have insecurities all over. 
So exactly, but, you I know, agree. It's a it's a but process. Everybody goes through that. Yep, for sure. It's just important on what you do through it. Like, exactly. are you gonna let it like kill you and like bring you down, or are you gonna let it drive you? Yeah, I agree. Ninth question. We're almost done. What gets you super fired? Oh my god! What gets you super fired up? Good and bad. Um, something that gets me super fired up in a good way is doing things that make people happy. Like yeah. doing things that agree. include other people. Yeah. Like I can yeah. see girls, um, women of all ages, like just feeling a part of something. Yeah. Even when they felt agree. nothing. That's what gets me fired up. Benevolence, the model. Like we're all where kindness matters nice. and all are welcome to the table. That's what gets me fired I, up. I agree hundred percent. Another thing is for me, like um what gets me fired up in a good way is just seeing growth in people. Um, seeing how much they've grown and just, wow, it just impacts my life because if they were able to get out of that situation and truly follow Christ, that's honestly gets me so fired up, so happy. And it just shows the realness of who God is, like how God can change anyone, anyone, anyone no matter what. Yes. So that definitely gets me fired up for good. Yeah. Uh, fired up for bad. Hmm. Fired up for bad. Mm. People that don't care. Um, um, but let, that's one. People mm. who aren't real. Yes, I would agree 100%. That's, that's, just, that's just it. Like yeah. people who are just not real. Period. Yeah. Like, honestly. Yeah, I would People agree. that just aren't real. That everything's just for show. Like, that That makes that gets me angry. Because <laughs> they're not being their true yeah. self. Last and final question, Nish. If someone said they'd pray for you every day for one year, what would you ask them to pray about? Oh, my goodness. This is, only this one is, thing? Yeah. Oh man, I like it. I don't know if I can choose. You have to. So if someone, if I came to you and I said, I'm going to pray for you every single day for one year, what do you want me to pray for you about? That's actually a great if question. I had to choose, which I really don't want to choose one thing. But you have to. I think it would be peace because I'm a big overthinker. Mm. So yeah, I think I would choose peace. Just pray for peace that I just... May have peace knowing that God is in control always. Just peace. So yeah, that would be my answer. That'd be my answer too. <laughs> That's why we're best friends, bro. Because we we have a lot in common. Yeah. I'm a very big overthinker to the point where it breaks me. Yeah, same. It breaks me down. So if someone were to tell me that they were gonna pray for me every single day, I would tell them to just pray for peace. Peace. Yep. Well, that's it. Wow. So if you ever, if you're curious to know where these questions are coming from, they're coming from a ministry in San Antonio, Texas called Girl Defines. Please make sure that you follow them, you like them. Um, God is just good. God is um, great. God is just so good. Nisha, I love you so much. I love you. I think we had a great girl talk today. Me too. We I talked about so a little bit of everything. Everything. And um, I'm just looking forward to 2021. And even if, 2021 is not like a great year god is still on the move he's still working he's still working he's still still, yeah you know we're still blessed he's still gonna pull us through amen he's still gonna he we're still called his promises are still there they're not void because his word doesn't does not come back void yes so regardless of what 2021 looks like we have God on our side. And that's all we yeah. need. The chaos in 2020 is victory in 2021. Yeah, victory. Victory. So thank you, Nish. I love you. For again. joining me on thank an episode of Benevolence. Um, I love you so much. And let's do this again. You're the best. I love you. Mwah. Mwah. And thank you all for tuning into Benevolence where kindness matters and all are welcome to the table. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at Benevolence Podcast. Benevolence Podcast is available on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeart, or wherever you get your podcasts. Stay tuned for next Monday's episode of Benevolence. You don't want to miss it. Bye!